grab your wine, put your headphones on and relax. Let's rip open the cover of the sealed section. Welcome to After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton. Good evening, dear listener. Hope you're well this slightly rainy Thursday night, but good chance to sit back, relax and uh, get some hot sex tips, wouldn't you agree? Tonight, we're going to be talking with Jasmine from Conscious Sexuality. And I don't know about you, but as life gets back up to full speed, I find myself a little bit depleted in the energy And yeah, even the sexy departments, just getting back up to normal routine is really taking it out of me. And Jasmine has some tips on how we can reignite our mojo if it's a little bit lacking in the bedroom. Our resident sex and relationship therapist, Gabrielle Laurie, will be along to talk about the effects of aging on our sex lives. And as usual, the queen of the Newcastle drag scene will be back in the chair to answer all of your questions with her own special brand of drag therapy. You're listening to After Dark on Newcastle Live Radio. Want to unlock your pleasure? Jasmine invites you to push past your limiting beliefs around sex and love. It's Conscious Sexuality. Now, today we really are talking conscious sexuality and I welcome back Jasmine Carmen from Conscious Sexuality to After Dark. How are you today? I'm doing well, thanks, Louise. That's great. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Now, today we're talking about, you know, if we're feeling a little bit flat and we're feeling like our sexual mojo is missing, you're sort of here to tell us that it's a bit of an inside job to maybe get that back on the rails. Yes, that's exactly right. Mm -hmm. I think um, sometimes we can think that sex or feeling sexy um, you know, and enhancing our sex life should just be something that maybe happens a little bit more easily. Um, but it is actually something that we do need to work on quite consciously. Yes. Um, and, and that's something that I've experienced myself and with a lot of other people that I've spoken with who are looking, you know, to have a better sex life, to have a better way of expressing themselves sexually. Um, and, and it doesn't always just come from saying, well, just have more sex and you'll feel better. Yeah, because that's just, yeah, (laughs) a little bit counterintuitive when you actually break it down. We're not feeling like it. So therefore we're setting ourselves up going into it like it's a chore and something that we have to do along with our 20 sit-ups and, uh, and our burpees, uh, that we all as well know that we should be doing but don't enjoy so (laughs) exactly yeah exactly it it really does come back to a mindset doesn't it it does it really does come down to that mindset and if sex like having having a really active sex life um whether partnered or solo is really important to you then there are some things that we can do um that can help keep us in um a healthy frame of mind uh, to be more ready um, for sex. Yeah. And I just think that often we, we are rushing around day to day, um, especially now as we are coming back into a busy life again. We're coming into the Christmas season as well. 
um, life can get really busy. And, and most often it is our sex life that we push to the side first. You're you're 100% right. And, you know, because life is busy and that sort of thing and we're harried and we're, uh, you know, pulling our hair back into the messy bun to get everything done, we don't really feel like sexual creatures. We don't – we're not sitting in a sensual space. Uh, we're in the in the doing phase. So then it's, it's a big ask when you think about it to flick the switch and become this sexual goddess or god, uh, yeah. you know, just because it's nighttime and that's what we should be doing it's it it really does take a little bit more than that it does and you've really hit something there louise you said we're in the doing Mm. and so when we're in the doing we can forget about the things that are important to us to us and that's one of them being sex and so what we often need to do is we need to switch from the doing we need to switch into being yes and so we need to uh, pause. We do need to slow down. We do need to um, maybe say no a few more times so that our schedules are freer, so that we can sit and we can be and we can connect to ourselves, yes. um, which in turn is then going to have an overflow, overflow effect into our sex life. You're 100% correct. Um, I love everything that you're saying here. So how would we go about doing that? Okay. Love that question because there's a few great ways that I love to slow down my life and to stop doing and to start being. And one of those is to identify what is it that I love doing. Something in my life that I believe is, you know, what I would call it lights me up or it delights me or it brings me pleasure. What is one of those things that that fills my cup up? And that might be, Rather than filling my morning with a bunch of to-dos, I slow down and I go and get my favorite coffee or I go and get my favorite acai bowl. I go for a walk by the beach and I fill my cup up by slowing down and going, I've done something to nurture myself. And do you know how rare that is? Uh, I remember a couple of months ago, someone asked me, what do you love to do, Louise? And I was so in my doing that I couldn't mm-hmm. answer that question. Yeah. That was one of the hardest questions that anyone had ever asked me. What fills you up? Wow. And just recognizing that and then acting on it is a game changer. That's right. Exactly. Mm. And I think we can really learn from this particular practice, especially with kids. Kids don't know about the schedules and the things that have to be done. They just want to slow down and look at the stick that's on the ground. Yes. You know, or things like that. And I think that's a really great way. That's one of really um, good ways of learning um, to be more is to find what it is that really, you know, fills your cup up Mm. and being a bit selfish um, and taking that time, requesting that time um, so that you – can have a minute to take a couple of deep breaths. I love it. <laughs> so easy. Um, and yeah. and that's, it is, it is, it's really easy. It's just about prioritizing. It's just about talking to your partner and making sure they've got the kids or, you know, whatever needs to be done. But it's about being selfish and saying, no, I need this so that I can be better in another area that's really important to me. 100%, yes. Mm. Um, and the other thing that I also love doing um, is getting into my body. Right. 
And so when I say that, I don't necessarily mean sex or self-pleasure. I mean um, it might be turning on your favorite song and dancing and moving your body. Um, It might be sitting and meditating, but um, consciously being aware that you're with yourself and you're in your body. Um, Or it might even be um, a gentle massage of your hands or just sort of recognizing that like you are here with yourself. Yeah, I can. Um, mm. And so that's another great way that I, a few sort of little different ways that I love to slow down and connect with myself, which I find then tops up what I'm lacking so that I then feel like I've got time to either be um, active with my partner have sex with my partner or to self-pleasure with myself. Um, and and then because we've prioritized the being, it's much easier to be from a sexual perspective too. Yeah, you're exactly right. I love all of that. And, yeah, it is. I mean, it could be um, with getting into your body. It could even be something I know I did it the other day and I went, oh, that feels really nice. Just I, I – shaved my legs and instead of just mm-hmm. rushing through the process I put some moisturizer on my legs and rub that yeah. in and you know so yeah just things like that that bring you back into yourself and ground you is um That's exactly yeah it. yeah is is an amazing thing to sort of be uh a whole person and then be able to show up sexually if our cup is empty um uh, because we're just so busy you know, doing and not being, yep. then, yeah, exactly. what what you bring into the bedroom or what you experience from the bedroom is obviously going to be diminished if you're not taking care of that part of yourself. That's exactly right, Louise. That's exactly right. It's just slowing down, taking a little bit more time. It's, you know, like you said, moisturizing or doing an oil up or anything that, you know, those things that just take that little bit more time that makes you feel so good because you go, oh, that was nice. Thanks. Yeah. You know, like you just, you still sort of back more to feeling in your body again. And I love it. Yeah. That's a beautiful message, Jasmine. And I really thank you for sharing that. Uh, it has made me recognize a few things that I need to pay more attention to. And I'm sure has with other people as well. That was Jasmine from Conscious Sexuality. And you are listening to After Dark. Some love and sex advice? Searching for the answer to your complex, confusing, or downright awkward questions. The queen of the Newcastle drag scene is in the building. It's time for In Bed with Timberlina on After Dark. It's time to welcome back the queen of the Newcastle drag scene, Timberlina. Welcome back to After Dark, my love. Hello, thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. So today, um, last week, we um, you had a question around um, female anatomy and you are completely lost, but I am excited to share that I have a question that you can certainly help with this week. Yay. <laughs> okay. All right. I have the hand job basics down but I'm looking for some advanced techniques that will take it to the next level. What do you suggest? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, straight into it. I know. Boom. um, (laughs) (laughs) Hand job techniques. Um, 
I don't know. I feel like when you're doing a hand job, you need to like really like be able to read the person. Yes. Because like, and then you're going to know if you need to go further. I wish people could see my hands right now. Like <laughs> yes. It's quite, uh, it's quite an interesting display <laughs> I'm getting people. <laughs> um. I guess you need to be able to read the person and see if they're enjoying it or not. Cause I know a lot of guys that don't actually enjoy a hand job. Yeah. Um, Chafing and stuff. So, yeah. It's just like, maybe like, do you need to add lube and get more adventurous? Do you need to like start slow and then speed it up? Do you need to start really fast and then slow it down. Do you need to edge them a bit more? Like, I don't know, just play around with it and mm. have fun, I guess. Like, who knows? Like, I can't say every guy loves the same kind of hand job because they don't. They do not like it. Yeah. So- and look, Vanessa, here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you Timberlina's hot tip. So if you wanted to progress from hand jobs to head jobs, there is an anti-gagging hack that Timberlina has. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think you, you should share your, with this lady. So I teach this at most of my shows. Um, so you put your thumbs in your pa- in your palms of your hands and you bring your fingers over, you squeeze quite tightly and then you just go straight down on it and you should be able to go take it all no matter what. Yeah, and not uh, not gag it. Like, it, yeah, it suppresses yeah. the gag reflex. So yeah. that was our bonus extra today uh, because, yeah, look, you know, you need to mix it up. And, um, you know, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Some guys don't like hand jobs, but I think all of them love hand jobs. Oh, well. Mm. Oh. I don't. I know. Uh, I know. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. Probably, probably a lot. A lot is wrong with me. <laughs> it's so funny that this segment's called In Bed with Timberlina and no one actually comes to bed with Timberlina. <laughs> we say it every oh. week. If you would like to date Timberlina, hit us up. DM us. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Dear Timberlina, I have trouble looking at my partner in his eyes during sex. I feel you should be able to make eye contact for extended periods of time before needing to look away, but I can only do it for about three seconds. Mm. After that, I feel uncomfortable or awkward. I don't know if it's years of bad sex or feeling worried that I don't look like I'm enjoying it um, or that it's just hard to be vulnerable or something else, but I need help. Eyes wide shut. Can we repeat that first part? I have trouble looking at my partner in his eyes during sex. Oh. I know what the problem is. Let's see what you come up with. Oh, I love that you know the problem. Oh, see, I since starting drag, I can't make eye contact with people at the best of times. I used to be like a big eye contact person. Um, I feel like, oh, I don't know. Over to you. I have. I don't have an answer. This is probably the first time I don't have an answer for this. Okay. Let me tell you. We're, we're all going to learn here. All right. She is scared to be vulnerable. Eye contact is how is a is a level of connection, right? That you can bump uglies all you like, but you're not connected to that person, right? 
eye contact is really the the you know, windows to the soul. And if you can't, you know, connect with your partner by looking them in the eyes, um, that's where the oxytocin and, and all the bonding hormones and all that sort of stuff start kicking in, right? So you're blocking that because you don't you, – you're shying away from – you're not shying away from sex, but you're shying away from intimacy. Yeah, that real connection. Mm. Look them in the eye. Look them in the eye. Open your eyes. Look, get into their soul. Feel look, that connection. Kimmy, look at me. Look at me. <laughs> look at Maury. Look at Maury. <laughs> oh, that's great. I've learned something. Here we go. I've learned something this time. So Yay! I love that. <laughs> so if I people into your soul, yep. I want you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Last one for this evening. It says, Dear Timberlina, I'm trying to get advice on how I can better handle my mine and my girlfriend's sex drives. I'm the one who wants sex more frequently than she does. I've tried bringing up my needs with her multiple times without pressuring her, um, but letting her know that this is something that is important to me. I wonder if maybe she doesn't enjoy the sex that we do have, which is why she doesn't want it as often. I'm definitely open to learning more about her needs, but she just won't talk about it. What can I do? Such a common problem. It is. It is really, really a common problem. I guess, like, we, I feel like we discussed this a little while ago, but in a different context, which is, like, starting that, like, foreplay during the day with them. Yes. Yes. So, our, yeah. um, Gabrielle Laurie, who's our um, resident uh, sex therapist here on After Dark, talks about women being a cold bath and you have to warm them up, right, over a period of time. You cannot just grab the anatomy and go, oh, be turned on. It doesn't work like that. It works for you guys because you've got testosterone. But we actually have to, you have to um, seduce us cerebrally. You know, so maybe some um, some flowers, some sexy texts through the day, you know, start working on the foreplay at 9am, boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, and that would like probably help a lot more because then they feel that um, emotional connection for the relationship, not just like the... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, and then look them in the eye for the release yeah. of oxytocin. They'll love you forever. See, yeah, exactly. Look at that. Perfect. And foreplay is great—a hand job and a blow job, and then wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Oh, You'll be I've, all in for it. I've just got so much out of tonight. I mean, I feel <laughs> like I feel like we've delivered the whole sexual package in seven minutes. I think. I love it. Yep. Yep. Who needs therapy? No, people do need therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, yeah, life's back to full swing. So you are ah, booked and blessed, as we like to say. Yeah. What have you got? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Please consult my website, timberproductions.com.au. It's somewhere there. where am I? I mean, I'm out west this weekend. I'm going back on the road. It's very exciting. So oh. I'm in Forbes, Dubbo, and then back to Newcastle for Pinon Picasso on Sunday. And then my regular stuff during the week, Five Sawyers. Get in early if you're booking Five Sawyers because we are booking out quite quickly. Excellent. Excellent. And are you are your parents um, driving out west or are you taking the trip yourself this time? 
Oh, I'm taking the trip. They're moving my uncle. So um, I'm doing it all by myself this week. Oh, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch, um, not watch, I'm going to listen to podcasts and stuff, really like zen out, taking the countryside. I think that would be beneficial. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So wear your wig, it'll be just like Priscilla. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking, like full on Priscilla. Yep, love I'm it. My Ford <laughs> I love your Fort Vegas with the glitter in it. <laughs> All right, my love, well, thank you once again for joining us on After Dark and we will see you same bat time next week. See you then. We all know the brain is the biggest sex organ, so it's no wonder there's a fair bit of psychology behind our sexual practices. Our resident sex and relationships therapist, Gabrielle Laurie, helps us navigate our way around the bedroom or whichever room takes your fancy. What head are you thinking with on After Dark? Well, it's my pleasure to welcome back our resident sex and relationships therapist, Gabrielle Laurie. Oh, welcome to After Dark once again, Gabrielle. Uh, you know, we were having a little bit of a giggle uh, in the intro there, whichever room takes your fancy. And uh, yeah, we were just talking about parenthood and the challenges around that and um, locations and um, <laughs> before we went on air. So we were just, it, it was just quite funny there. But anyway, that's an in-joke, but I'm sure that all of you at home who are navigating a sex life around children can relate. But today we are talking about something that doesn't get brought up very much at all, and that is sex and ageing. Yes, and we all age, so, you know, it's really important to know this stuff. Yeah. How to keep your love life alive once you're heading into your, let's say, 50 years old and onwards sex life. Yeah. That's when the changes start. So, yeah, there's menopause for women, but there's also a menopause or viropause for men. I've never heard of that before. Well, they keep it a secret. Right. Okay. <laughs> they so like we're, to pretend that we're the crazy ones. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, but there is, yes. Okay. Right. So there yes. is actually sort of a male equivalent of menopause. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There's big changes in the body in uh, both sexes. So what happens with male menopause or viropause, as it's sometimes called, I suppose Men will notice that they get physical and emotional changes. Uh, they might get mood swings, poor blood circulation over at this time can make it harder to orgasm. Mm-hmm. Uh, their energy levels drop. Uh, they might feel because they're aging, they'll lose interest in sex, and then they do. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yep. If they start being negative thoughts like, oh, I'm getting older or what if I lose my erection or so a bit of sexual performance anxiety, can I still pleasure my partner if I just had it you know like a horse that needs to be put out to pasture if they start thinking like that they can give themselves erectile dysfunction and performance anxiety sure and then just withdraw and shut down Mm. because men aren't as comfortable talking about what's going on for them so ladies with your partners if you know you've been together you know, 40 or 50 years and suddenly he's just withdrawing and sitting in the shed and no more sex. (laughs) (laughs) 
probably showing a bit of compassion and and perhaps the possibility that this is happening. Right. Okay. That's really interesting. Yeah. 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 I didn't know that. So, okay. So, oh, yeah. More importantly, men's testosterone drops. As yeah, well. right. So, so they get a taste of what it's like to have to be in, like, like a woman to get in the mood. They've got to work a bit harder to get in the mood or get their physical body to work the way they want. or And they don't like that. They've had it pretty easy, generally, a lot of guys, mm. where – the testosterone just goes, yep, ready, here we go, blast off, done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. work required, they go, oh, what's this? <laughs> yeah, well, welcome to our world, fellas. And, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, Gabrielle uses the analogy of a bath and women are like cold baths and we need to be warmed up slowly. Uh, so this is a double-edged sword here because men are actually yeah. then starting to experience what um, like the effort that it takes to get a woman to um, to be turned on and ready for sex, right? So they have that journey. Uh, but conversely, because I'm all about equality, Women, yes. we need to be applying the same techniques as we want to warm up the bath to our men if their testosterone Absolutely. is dropping down. Yeah. Absolutely. So a lot of guys, a lot of men over 50, if they're experiencing any of these symptoms, uh, then they'll lose confidence. If they're worried about whether they'll be able to get erection or keep an erection or get them in the mood or orgasm or not orgasm, if they start worrying about that, they might find it harder to, you know, just have any sexual desire. So the seduction that women needed to get themselves in the mood, uh, you might have to do that to your man. Like you might have to initiate sex more or um, reassure him you're happy with all the outer course, whether he can get hard or not. So, you know, just maybe initiate some massages or some cuddles and just take the pressure off having any orgasms at all. Just say, I just want to be close to you because I love you. I don't care if we, you know, um, if it ends in orgasm or not. So, yeah, women can definitely play that role because what happens with women when they go through menopause is their estrogen drops, you know. Mm. Um, so they've got more testosterone. So some women after menopause want sex more. So right. men and women sometimes swap roles in the sexual the sexual roles as they age in a partnership. And that right. can be quite a shock for them. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so women might find themselves wanting more sex than their male partners. Um and but however you know you might not lubricate as easily mm-hmm. um without estrogen so you might have to buy some water-based lube because you can also you know it can be a bit more painful the vaginal lining thins things like that so yeah it's good to have some of those water-based lubes and a lot of women go oh well i don't need that i never needed it before but if he's struggling with his he, himself like helping himself get in the mood and then have to get you in the mood. This can help if you're, you know, introduce a little vibrator to hold on your clitoris or you um, have the water-based lube. Neither of you will have to work so hard to orgasm if you want to. So practice when you're alone uh, and then you'll know what you need and how to do it a bit yourself. 
you know, yeah. why, why, why you're helping him uh, get in the mood and stay in the mood. So, Love that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's great. And I think it's really important to bring this to the table because it is, you know, we talk about sex and, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of literature and stuff around about, you know, 20-year-olds that are like Randy Goats. But, you know, we want to have a fulfilling sex life, you know, right throughout our lives and we're entitled to it. So, you know, understanding these changes, uh, you know, probably the the biggest hormone change that we've had since we were teenagers and this all kicked in and we went, wow, what's this? It's just as big an adjustment at uh, at the age of 50 aroundabouts when those changes start actually happening with both men and women and, ha- and we have to recalibrate. Yes, it's a huge, huge phase. And a lot of people have a bit of grief and loss around um, the ease. If they had a very easy sex life together before and they didn't have to fantasise much or get toys or do much or, you know, they have a grief and loss like it should be that easy again. But they don't realise that with a little bit of education or seeing a sex therapist, you can actually have even better sex after menopause if you make a few adjustments or after viropause that men go through. Um, so give yourself some self-compassion. Yep, you're changing into a new phase. It's uncomfortable. Um, and there's decreased blood flow so uh, to the genitals, which makes it harder to orgasm. Mm-hmm. So, But there is ways to still have a great sex life. And one of, one of the best ways to make sure you will have a great sex life um, as older lovers, is to keep fit and healthy. So mm. exercise, uh, eating eating well, eating lots of veggies and salad, uh, all of this will keep your body parts. Like uh, athletes, male and female athletes, can have just as much sex as young people. Yeah. At their age. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's, everyone should be getting out there. <laughs> <laughs> on the treadmill. Come on. It, yeah, yeah. If you, if, you, if you were lacking motivation, I can't see what would be better motivation than that, Gabrielle. Yes. Maybe you yes. should maybe you should get a, a gym sponsorship and um and oh tout my that God, to that's a great idea. <laughs> tout that to uh to prospective gym clients. Uh yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you don't want your sex life to go down the tubes, maybe you should exercise. I love that. <laughs> Oh, look, we always have – it's so educational, but we always have a good laugh and I love it. So, <laughs> Gabrielle, thank you so much once again for joining us on After Dark. That was our resident sex and relationships therapist, Gabrielle Laurie, and you are listening to Newcastle Live Radio. Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark, right here on Newcastle Live Radio. The hour goes so quick, doesn't it, dear listener? But they always say that time flies when you're having fun. Hope you've enjoyed tonight's instalment of After Dark and it's given you the tips and inspiration that you need to have a hot and sexy weekend. It's the perfect one for it. A little bit overcast, a little bit of bad weather. So make the most of it and pretend you're back in lockdown just for a little while between the sheets. I'm Louise Wilkinson, and you've been listening to After Dark on Newcastle Live Radio. Grab your wine, put your headphones on and relax. It's time to rip open the cover of the sealed section and delve deep. But be warned, 
It's adults only. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson from 8pm every Thursday night. Only on Newcastle Live Radio. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton.